there, gorgeous listeners. Welcome back to Throwing Shade. Alan, how the hell are you? Baruch <laughs> Hashem. Really? Really? Yes. In what it really way necessary does, to ask in that way? In what way does that describe how you are? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It covers every option. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore does not in the least answer the question. The, I disagree. Well, we can have this conversation another time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're super excited to be back on the pod. And I am especially psyched this week because it looks like we're going to go back to Lilith and talk about one of her babies. Yeah. Sure. Is that the plan? Sure. Did I give something away I wasn't supposed to? No. Okay. I mean, it's Lilith, Lilith does not show up in this episode. Oh. Well, she just did, though. So let's go. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we are continuing our discussion of the form and shape the bodies of the shading take. Yes. Um, and again, I want to remind our listeners that when we say bodies, we have to be a little bit open with our definition of what a body is. Indeed. Words mean nothing. And that's going to be the gist of what this episode is about, this particular story. Actually, there's a story that I wanted to mention. There's Yay! two stories. One of them I'm not going to talk about. Okay. Either because it'll <laughs> come up helpful. either because it'll come up in another um later episode, I'm sure. Okay. Or um you know, it might come up in another later episode or I, you know, our listeners are already familiar with it. If not, they can go look it up. It's a, it's a, it's, it's not one of these really esoteric sources. It's in the Gemara. Okay. Masechus Bava Basra. Okay. Um, the, the, Tractate Bava Batra. Yeah. Um, Daf Ein Gimel, the page 73. Okay. Folio 73. Great. It's in the context of the, the rabbis are trading stories about all these crazy things that happened to them and mm, trying to understand rabbinic war stories. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, on, on the, the surface level, the shot is the you know they're trying to trying to understand the sort of mysteries of the universe and what is going the shot on. Shot level. The simplest level is that they're trying to understand the mysteries of the universe. In this, in the context, I love the in the context of like, well, this is weird. This isn't what usually happens. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's a mystery in that sense. Right. You know, uh, and so it's like all these w- fantastic adventures and weird, wacky things that are happening to them. Yes. Um, when, you know, there are some commentaries would say there's actually much deeper things going on. Anyway, I won't go into it too much. Okay. For another time. But um, in the context of all this happening, Rabbah talks about one of the one of the uh, Amirayim mm-hmm. talks about seeing, having seen um, a particular shade called Hurmin Bar Lilith. Hurmin, the son of Lilith. Right. Great. And um, so right off the bat, you have some questions. Because mm-hmm. remember, we're not supposed to be able to see the shading. Okay. So how could Rabba see the shading, Ooh. see this particular shade? Yeah. Um, uh, and... Uh, you know, th- it's, a, it's a pretty fantastic story. This is the part I won't tell, but I encourage our listeners to go read it or learn it and then um, or and or wait until a future episode when we talk about it more in depth. <laughs> the point, again, is here's what's happening. Hurmin Barlilis is there. Mm-hmm. Rabba can see this shade, mm-hmm. he, see him. Um, he is doing something fantastic. He's running at an incredible speed that Rabba is also able to see mm-hmm. around the. Uh, sort of tippy tops of the walls around the city of Mechuzah. Okay. Okay. 
And um, uh, what we learn next is that a king, it's not clear what or who, a king uh, heard about this Mm -hmm. and kills Hormin Bar-Lewis. Okay. Okay. So Rashi is trying to understand what's going on here. Rashi's explanation for what happened is that Melech HaShedim, the king of the Shedim, mm-hmm. has come to kill, not just any king, the king, the king of the Shedim has come to kill Hormim Bar-Lilis. Why? Mm. Because it's not what we Shedim do. We don't get seen. So how could you have gotten mm. seen? The Melech HaShedim, Rashi says, comes and kills him. You, did, you, you broke the rule. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't aren't allowed to see us. You let the this person Rabba see you. You can't right. exist anymore. Right. Um, there's another understanding that says that uh, um, that actually it was the king of of uh, um, uh, Mechuzah, the king of the town of Mechuzah. That makes sense as well. Right. Who, who he, he was afraid that this shade Hurmian Balilis was going to topple his kingdom. And, uh, you know, um, he was clearly living among human beings. Right. How it's is a that? slippery slope. You let one in and suddenly you got thousands of demons on either side of you. OK, well, then how would that have been possible? Right. How would it have been possible for the king, of, for the, the emperor of Mahusa or whatever mm-hmm. to be able to kill this shade? You mm-hmm. also would have had to been able to see him. OK. The answer is it's not a full shade. It's oh. a shade who is. Born of a human male and Lilis, the, fe- the shade female. Oh. And that is what enables the shade to be able to be seen. Oh. So there's two possible things going on there. Yeah. But that's a segue into um, another Gemara in Yuma. Okay. And maybe we should pause here because there's, this is another cool part and I want to... Okay, yes, let's good, up the tension yeah. and we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and dig in even further with Hurmin Bar-Lilit. Okay, so we just got a little taste of a story about Hurmin Bar-Lilit and it opens up all these interesting questions about demons being seen in the first place. By humans. By humans. Right. Yes. Right. So, like I started mentioning, the Gemara Numa Daf Ein Hey, Folio seventy five. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it says straight up there. Here's another possible reason, or possible rather way that Shadim could be seen by humans. Yeah. It says, A shade can chance transform its shape into uh, and many different kinds of forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so a shade can effectively decide to be seen. Correct. Well, right? it can it can decide to be seen, which would answer the question, you know, according to Rashi, how you know who says that that the king of the shadeim killed uh, Hormin, right. right? Right. Because Hormin decided to be seen, and that wasn't against that right. Was against it's the, an option. It's allowed. a thing that you're able to do, but you shouldn't decide to do it in front of humans who can see you. And right. Got it. But this helps also explain another interesting story. Okay. There, and I, I believe this is in Sefer Hasidim, uh, that there was this shade called Dargon. Dargon. Yeah. Excellent. And Not a Game of Thrones character. N- I don't think so. What happened? He was killed. Dargon was killed. Okay. Next thing we learn... Sure it's not a Game of Thrones character? <laughs> Next thing we learn about him is that his flesh inflated... 
Ooh, a blowfish. So much that it filled the entire room in which it was lying. Okay, not a good party guest. Yes. Right. And they couldn't uh, remove the body from the room. Wow. Because it was too big. That is quite a legacy. So they broke the, uh, they, had to, they had to break the roof, the Shavru Hagag. They break oh, the, wow. broke the roof of the room. Yeah. And they cut him up into, this is not for the weak stomach. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a little bit of like one of those NPR kind of like, this might not be appropriate for everybody things. And then you're just like throwing all kinds of terrible things out. Okay, great. So they, not they, for the faint of stomach. Right. Yes. They, they cut up the body of this shade into <laughs> tiny pieces. I'm so sorry, and everybody. Filled, and filled up many, many wagons worth. Mm. of the flesh of this dish, this shade. My God, can you imagine the conversation among the horses pulling those wagons? <laughs> this is not the first time horses have come up on this podcast. Babe, it's true. Saying. It's true. And they talk and they tell stories. Mm-hmm. And they're very upset to be hauling this stinky demon flesh. Okay. <laughs> what? I just feel for them. I think they should unionize. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I, I, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Better working conditions, at least $15 an hour. It's insane that it's not that. Horses? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go okay. ahead. All right, whatever. I, I, yeah. Um, so uh, so then then we now we really have a problem, right? Because we just said in previous... Yeah, the horses few- are unionizing. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the the um, We just said in the last few episodes when we were talking about the forms that shading take that they don't have physical forms right so now how is oh, it possible but now there's like a physically cut up demon right hanging out in the back seat right gross okay um rather we also just said a moment ago that shading can take whatever forms they want right so that we're, we're, what we're talking about is not the shade itself, but the form the shade has taken. In other words, the shade ah. has taken the form of a physical body. Right, and then died. And then died. Ah. What, what shading, we also learned that shading, even in the non-physical form, can die. Right. But, um, but, but it left over whatever physical form it was last in. Yes. Okay. The physical form died, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then that got chopped up and poured into these carts. And everybody was like, bring out your dead. And that, no. Anyhow. No, I can't slip some Python in there. Okay, you fine. can do whatever you want. I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, continue. Um, Please continue. Yeah, thank you. Um, anyway, all I was going to say is uh, the, the Sefer Avais Rabbi Nassan mm-hmm. comes and the, the, the ethics of Rabbi Nassan. Oh, the, the ethics of Rabbi Nathan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is sort of part of the Talmud and not really. Kind of attached. Uh, uh, Whatever. Interesting. Interesting text. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, it uh, that he reinforces basically that the shadim can change their their uh, their their images, change how they look, however they want, and yet we also learn that they can see but are not seen. Mm-hmm. This is another thing. Right. Right. So like um, children. Is that? Wow, you just should neither be full seen of references <laughs> tonight that I'm just I like. <laughs> I am. They're all there. This is all in the text. It's just turn it and turn it. Everything is in it. Right. Anyway, yeah, that's basically it. A, a last little interesting tidbit since we've talked about, a lot about Malachim in the last episode. I'll just 
add to that that there's a there's a, a psiksa rabasi that says that the malachi ashares the uh, the ministering angels can see the mazikin they can see the, mm. the, the shadim mm-hmm. but the shadim can't see them hmm. so it's sort of a hierarchy of hmm. what who can see what where when blah 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 yeah um yeah so uh hmm. um yeah <laughs> okay fascinating um that was weird and gross and um it smells a little bit in here now just because the like i feel like my synesthesia is on overload but that's great thanks alan okay <laughs> i thought you'd like that it's i did i liked stories it a lot. and okay good All right. great st- i'm not sure what the end of the story is or the moral but it was great well we're trying to understand we're trying to understand the forms shading take or don't take Right. And one of the things that's important to remember in all of these discussions is that we're going to find different opinions, different understandings, because and, and, you know, the, the reconciling them is going to be an issue because this is one of those things where it can't be proven with physical evidence one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Even cartloads of demon flesh, like that's not physical evidence. No, I mean this is this is one of those things that's that you know this is this is an att- an attempt at reconciling that exact mm-hmm. issue, right? Mm-hmm. If shadim aren't supposed to have physical bodies, how is that possible? Well, they can transform into physical bodies. Right, right. So. And here's an example of a super gross story where that happened, and there was a lot of work involved to you really clear that caught up. up on the. It's like a, that's. Can you imagine the small town where that happened and like <laughs> the conversations at Kiddush after that? Like who was in, who lived in that house? <laughs> like what's going to happen to property values in that neighborhood now that there's been like this massive blowfish demon that's like cut up and distributed? This is what you were. I'm worried you're going to have nightmares tonight. You're talking about Kiddush <laughs> conversations. Yeah. OK. This is what people talk about. All right. Thanks, Alan. This was awesome. <laughs> All right, shade throwers. Um, so we had a great listener question come in from Jessica, who asked us, "Which demons do I have to bind to summon a full request?" Now, the context here is that our close personal Twitter friend Jessica <laughs> happens to be an author of young adult novels and is sending out her material to different publishers in hopes of landing a deal. And um, you send out little bits, and then if they like it, they come back and say, oh, we'd like to see a full request. We have a full request. We'd like to see a full manuscript, which is a positive development and a step in the right direction and a very good thing for an author is how I understand it. Yeah. So um, so Jessica would like to receive more of those kinds of requests and feels there is a demon potentially standing in her way. So, Alan, how would we help our our listener out? That is a great question, that, Jessica. Thank Ooh. you. Thank yes. you for that awesome question. Um, and at the risk of trying to broaden it a little bit for our listeners <laughs> who may not be authors... Looking for full requests. I would like to try and get to the real essence, the heart of the question. I'm pretty sure that's like 90% of our audience. You, but you could be right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, um, right. The real heart of the question, as I understand it, is um, if I want X to happen mm-hmm. and I, no matter what I do, it doesn't seem like X is happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are shading in the way that I need to get rid of somehow. Yeah. That's the well, question. That's a, that's a fair assumption, right? I think, right? 
Okay. Um, it's an interesting assumption. Okay. Um, my answer is, unfortunately, I don't think going to be so satisfactory for Jessica. But, <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right. But, okay, traditionally, my answer is basically this. Shadim are used for the purpose of harming us actively. Okay. Right? Which is different from blocking positive energies. Do you understand okay. the, the, the differentiation mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Okay, positive things. Um, here is... Uh, so so uh, somebody who... So first answer is, I don't have names of Shadim for you to worry about to bind... <laughs> Uh, right. Um, uh huh. Okay. Right. Um, so you know, I, I would, I would, I would put aside the idea that shadeem are in your way. Mm-hmm. There is something in your way, though. Clearly, mm-hmm. right? Um, how to get around that? The traditional answer and the one that I wholeheartedly recommend mm-hmm. in this in this kind of scenario has. Practically speaking, speaking, absolutely nothing to do with shading whatsoever. Um, Instead, the answer is prayer. You go above the the heads of the shading, so to speak. And (laughs) even above the quote unquote heads of the of the uh, malachim, you go directly uh-huh. to the source and you, you, you pray to Hashem. You pray so to God. basically file it with a different department. This does not go to with the boss. demonology. With, go straight to the straight to the head honcho with this. Right. Rabbi okay. Nachman of Breslov is famous for saying if something isn't happening, mm-hmm. it needs to be prayed for. And if it's being prayed for and it's still not happening, it needs to be prayed for more. Okay, <laughs> and that and that it doesn't. That sounds matter. like it works every time. And it doesn't <laughs> matter um, how you know big, quote unquote, big or small the thing is that you think that you need to pray for. Mm-hmm. The point is, talk to God about it, pray to God about it, and um, Shadim, You know, I, I don't. There are there are realms in which they are effective, and realms in which they. Steer clear of. And Shadim have never been involved in the publishing industry, is what you're saying? No, I didn't say that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely did not say that. I want to be 100% clear here. (laughs) That's very funny. So maybe, so, but I'm curious to hear your take on whether, like, this is, this is um, Jessica's Parnassa, I believe. This is her professional Mm -hmm. calling, um, but also a very creative endeavor. So I wonder if there is anything among the shadium of, you know, sort of preventing that expression of, of creativity. Like, is that in their interest? Again, I don't think that's part of, no. No, nothing? I don't, I don't think prevent, prevention in that sense is part of their, at least not traditionally, is not mm-hmm. part of what so we So there's find not like a their, demon of writer's block or whatever. Not to my knowledge. And I don't think that that's... This um, is really disappointing to a lot of our listeners, I think. I, I, maybe in some ways, but I would again. Maybe it's disappointing in one way, but I, I hope our listeners are encouraged to to pray more uh, if they're feeling these things, these these blockages. It's not about you know getting mm-hmm. rid of the bad. It's about seeking out the good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. So practice a little appreciative inquiry. See what's working, and and magnify that, right. and good things will come. Is that kind of the shtick? 
Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Jessica, for an awesome question. Thank thank you for listening and being amazing. Thank you to all our listeners. If you got questions, shoot them at us at Throwing Shade, S-H-E-Y-D on Twitter, and we will be happy to take those up in a subsequent episode. Okay, friends, uh, we are coming to the end of our time, but wanted to leave you with a last thought, a last action item. Um, So something I was thinking about as we were having the first part of our conversation was this idea of seeing and being seen. I mean, Mm. we're given a story about a demon who decides to go out and be seen and do this crazy like streaker thing where he runs around the walls (laughs) of the city. (laughs) And maybe he's not naked. I don't don't know. I don't know what demons wear. But um, (laughs) but he goes out and does this thing, which turns out to be pretty dangerous for him um, Mm -hmm. to be to be seen in this form in public among, you know, creatures who don't necessarily look benevolently upon him. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned also this idea that uh, the Malachim, the angels, can see the Shadim, the Mazikin. Right. Even when they can't be seen by humans. Even when they can't be seen. So there's a real there's there's a real tension, a real kind of power dynamic that plays out between who can see and Mm. who can be seen and what it means to be seen out in the world. Um, and I think that's, it's, it's a, it's an important idea to sit with, like who does get seen and what are the implications of that? Um, and I think especially in today's day and age, um, with, you know, we're, we're living in a really complex, you know, challenging time and who gets seen and who sees is a, is a really important question for us to wrestle with. So I guess what I would ask our listeners to think about is, you know, what are you seeing and what are you missing? Mm. Um, and in the in the vein of our listener question mm. and, you know, looking for the good, um, what you, you see. know, what's not what's not being seen that's good that yeah. you need to kind of open your eyes to and start and start lifting up. Because believe me, there's there's plenty of it out there um, and you find what you look for. So, um I, I will leave our, our listeners with that. Um, anything that to one. add? Yeah? That was a good one. Feeling good about that one? Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shade Throwers, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Always a pleasure. Um, you are awesome and beautiful. The world needs you. We will catch you next time on another edition of Throwing Shade, Better Living Through Jewish Demonology. Catch you all later. Mm-hmm.